Hey everyone, this is Zero X Saigon, and you're listening to another episode of the Rune-Based Podcast. Here on the Rune-Based Podcast, we interview entrepreneurs, developers, and community members from the ThorChain ecosystem and the broader world of DeFi, NFTs, and Web3 more broadly. On today's conversation, I had the pleasure of speaking with Simon and Jordan, the CEO and the marketing manager for Luart. Luart is the gamified NFT marketplace and launchpad for the Terra ecosystem. And we were introduced to them through the work that we're doing with the ThorGuards NFT project, and we love what they're doing so much. Full disclosure, we are investors in Luart, and Luart is doing an upcoming IDO next week on ThorStarter and StarTerra. Also, full disclosure, we're investors in both ThorStarter and StarTerra, so this is a bit of a inside the family show. And as always, nothing on this show is meant to be financial advice. Don't make any investment decisions based on information from this show. This is just for informational and educational purposes only. Definitely consult a financial advisor and do your own research before making any financial investments. But with that said, with this show, we talk about Jordan and Simon's backgrounds and stories. We talk about how they got into crypto, and then we set the context for what is the Terra ecosystem and why the Terra ecosystem is exciting. We talk a bit about why the Terra ecosystem and the Thorchain ecosystem are sort of kindred communities and they're sort of sibling communities that are up and coming alongside one another. And then we talk about the specifics of Luart. What is Luart? What makes it different from other NFT platforms and ecosystems? And then finally, we close with talking about their team and what they have on the roadmap and then the Luart token and upcoming token sale. I had a great time with this conversation. Jordan and Simon are doing great work. We're very excited about the platform and I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much and we'll see you in the episode. Peace. Hey everyone, this is Zero X Saigon, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Rune Based Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Simon and Jordan of Luart. Simon is the CEO, Jordan is the content marketing manager, and Luart, I'll let you hear in their own words, but it's a Terra ecosystem NFT platform and marketplace. Simon, Jordan, thank you guys so much for joining today. Thanks, mate. I'm really glad being over here because, you know, we love RuneBase and the whole community of Rune. So thanks, you. Absolutely a pleasure. You know, with these conversations, we generally like to start with a bit of background, get to know each of you. So it'd be great to hear a little bit about your background, your story and how you got into crypto. Simon, do you want to start? And then we'll do Jordan next. Yeah, I can start. My story is, you know, it's happy thing. Like I've been working on so many projects before, like from real world products like SAS, service of service and building a whole IT stuff because I was in the background, My I, I was the programmer. The thing is how I get into the crypto is, was the 2017 January. Basically, I started my mining company on Ethereum and it's working very well up to these dates. And the thing is, like I moved to investing into crypto and looking into new projects. And that's how I finally find the Ethereum on uh, low levels. Like it was like $100, $150. And I was starting interesting about the smart contracts, uh, about whole ecosystem. So I get deep down into last two or three years of of crypto space and finally i found luna in 2020 and it was very special for me it was you know the whole ecosystem like decentralized stablecoin great community behind it and everything like that because it's, it's based on cosmos by the way like rune for example so terra was for me it's like my sweet home that i'm you know building products delivering good shit and it's it's looking like that i think jordan can can start with explaining what what's his journey on 
on being over here. Yeah, yeah, sure thing. Well, thanks for having me. So my crypto journey started in 2017 as well. I think it might have ended for about a year or so after, you know, getting wrecked in a blow off top. And at the end of the year, I was unfortunately one of those people. And, you know, at the time I was working in Silicon Valley, I had some business development roles. And in between, I ended up working at Morgan Stanley as an advisor. And I left that in 2019 and I was doing some entrepreneurial things on my own. And in 2020 is when I really got back into crypto during DeFi summer. And that's when I, you know, did more than just a little bit of trading. I became a user, got some experience utilizing all the new protocols, you know, Compound was out, Sushi was out and whatnot. And Earlier this year is when I got into the Terra Luna community as well. And that, you know, obviously price appreciation helped out a lot, but I really dug into the community aspect of it in the summertime and started putting out content, got to know a lot of people in the ecosystem, you know, went to some in-person events and that is how Luart came to me. And one of the guys on our team reached out to me to work on the the copy because I'm a native English speaker. But then I saw, you know, like what these guys were working on and I saw the whole vision and the product just really made sense when they told me what they were working on and I wanted to put more time into it. So a couple months ago, I decided, you know what, I'm going to go full time with this. And now I'm the content marketing manager. So that's a little bit of my story, I would say. Awesome. Now, just to set the stage a little bit here, Luart is building an NFT marketplace in the Terry ecosystem. And I want to dive more into that. But before we do, because the majority of our content and focus so far on this podcast has been in the Thorchain ecosystem, I think it'd be valuable to set the stage and give some context on the Terra ecosystem and what's so exciting about Terra. Simon, we'll start with you and Jordan, we'll do you next. I'd love to talk about what excites you about the Terra ecosystem. Like, What was your first contact with it? Did you understand it, get it immediately? And why does it stand out to you as an up-and-coming ecosystem that you want to build on? I would start with this, like uh, I discovered the Terra ecosystem, it was like half dollar. So basically it was, you know, on pretty low levels, you know, how is the price like now? It's about 80, 90 dollars right now. So the thing is why I love this ecosystem that much It's as I said, the decentralized stablecoin community that is behind it and it's driven into the building great product. The user experience of each product on Terra is on the top level. And what is my majority point? like? There is so many things, so many great products that they're building on, on Terra, like Anchor Protocol, Mirror, and other great things that they're building right now. And it's the, I think, second ecosystem right now. It's behind the Ethereum. I think in uh, TVL is, is bigger than Binance Smart Chain because of the Anchor. And it's only few protocols that did it. So why I love it from the beginning, because I was in the Luna from one year, I think right now, and the biggest advantage of whole ecosystem is like the leader of that, like Doc One, who is, you know, he's making some points. Okay, I will deliver it. And it, it has been delivered like 10 billion of market cap of UST. It has been done. So as many projects and, you know, without Terra ecosystem, I wouldn't build the Luar because whole community, I know whole community, every project is supporting each other and everybody is so supportive. Like... It's, it's nothing compared to Ethereum, in my opinion, like 
for example, in Tortrain, people love each other and the community is very, very connected with each other. So as in the as we as lunatics, we, we are very connected to each other too. So it's it's major points that why I love this ecosystem, because everybody's is love each other and you know, helping each other. So Basically, it's my opinion why I love it. And I think Jordan got some some great news from his side too. Yeah, so. yeah Jordan, I'd love to hear what excites you about the Terra ecosystem. But actually, I'd love to hear you take a stab at how would you describe the Terra ecosystem to a relative newcomer? Maybe someone who's familiar with Ethereum already, but they're not familiar with Terra. How would you describe it? So it's funny because, you know, I came from focusing on Ethereum before I, you know, really dug into the Terra Luna ecosystem. And to me, it was, you know, Ethereum on steroids. So to, it, how I would explain it to someone new, if you imagine if you had an asset that the entire goal of it was to live across all of the crypto ecosystem. And if you hold, you know, the main token Luna, you benefit from the growth of that asset. So when I refer to that asset, I mean the stable coin. And I think that's what drew me initially to the Terra Luna ecosystem was the fact that they were focused on cross-chain composability more than any other asset I had seen. You know, a big thing back in early spring was, you know, the Ethereum killers. You know, you had Solana coming out, making their big run and... One thing I noticed about Terra Luna is they weren't focusing on being an Ethereum competitor. They were focusing on being a collaborator. And, you know, I really felt like that was the true spirit of crypto, because at the end of the day, we're all basically fighting against the same thing, which is the current financial systems that already exist. So that is really what initially clicked with me. And then you get into the community and these these guys and girls, we call them lunatics. And they are the most passionate bunch of people that I have seen. You know, I mean, I feel like almost all in all of crypto because it was such a unique idea at first. But these people, I mean, I remember I put a tweet out in March and it was went across the lunatic community and I look back at the tweet and all of these lunatics, you know, who are the largest influencers had replied to my tweet. But at the time it was, you know, early spring. So their accounts were very small, but just to see that stickiness still there with these, these same individuals, some of them even work for Terraform labs now. And, you know, it's, it's just been amazing to see the growth and seeing the outside market, participate in it now. And what I love about it is that we're able to have these conversations, you know, we're speaking to Runebase and we're collaborating with Thorstarter. So that spirit, you know, I really feel like that's what has set it apart is that collaborative spirit in the entire ecosystem. And that in fact, Do Kwan has continuously pushed forward. So, yeah, something that I've appreciated about the Terra ecosystem, among many, many things, and we can go on and on about what we love about the Terra ecosystem. But, you know, I, I'm obviously uh, a lot of my, my roots came after the 2017 
2018, Ethereum-based ICO boom and bust. Through the bear market, I started working with and investing in ThorChain. And the ThorChain community and the Terra communities are, they're like sibling communities. And there's a lot of shared respect and love between the two. Obviously, they both have their foundations with the Cosmos SDK. I'd say that they're both like kind of challenger ecosystems that are rising up kind of somewhat alongside one another. And then at the same time, I think one other thing that unifies these communities is that both the tokens, Rune inside the Thorchain ecosystem and Luna inside the Terra ecosystem, have extremely novel and powerful value accrual mechanisms. And so obviously not all tokens are made alike. You know, Uniswap token doesn't really accrue value as the network grows, you know, by any sort of forcing function or deterministic way. But for Terra, as you mentioned, as the market cap of UST and other Terra ecosystem stablecoins grow, Luna is being burned. And it creates this very simple but powerful lever through which Luna explodes in value, in theory, not financial advice. And so I think that's a shared value between our two communities. And we love it. We've been in it for, you know, we've invested in Luna for most of the year. And it's really exciting to see these things start to play out this year, this quarter, this month has been explosive. And one of the things that we've seen exploding in the Terra ecosystem, of course, now is NFTs. And this brings us to the work that you guys are doing. So give us first a high level, I guess, Simon, if you want to take this one, like uh, on a high level, what is Luart and what are you guys building? The thing is like, I will start from the scratch, like why I built the Luart and indeed I see the gap between great NFTs from on Ethereum that are you now making a lot of like million of dollars of volume per day. For example, OpenSea. The thing is like, why we are not building something like Marketplace, some launchpad for NFTs with great UX, great UI design for every retail can come into and buy some their favorite NFTs without any seamless, you know, experience. So the thing is why I built it and we wanted to make NFTs more utility to them directly. So the thing is, for example, great collection on the lowest one collection on OpenSea, they don't have any volume. So what we are going to do, we want to incentivizing user by buying, minting NFTs on our platform and for example, holding them on their wallet or whatever. So the thing is, our vision is to build gamified platform to each NFT, connect them to Metaverse directly in the future. So we all, we are very focused on gaming with Metaverse. And what we are going to do is combine these two spaces between regular NFTs and gaming and Metaverse. And why we are building on the Terra, you know that there's lower fees and everything like that. So basically NFT area on Terra is not like on Ethereum. So with our product, we want to increase that level of trading of NFTs, you know, more interest retail, and we want to grab people from outside to Terra community, to NFTs, and make them more gamified way. I think Jordan can explain more how the other platform looks like. I gave you the whole general point of view, what we are going to build and what our whole vision of our platform is. Great. Yeah. Jordan. So I think one of the things that we've seen recently in the NFT community in Terra is that, you know, there's been a lack of, not a lack, I don't want to say a lack of, but the growth in new users who are buying NFTs is very sparse because, you know, only recently have 
there have been new entrants into the Luna ecosystem at all because of the price appreciation. And then, you know, NFTs are a whole other thing. And what you had was the same users buying the next NFT project that is released in Terra. And that doesn't leave much room for wallet share for the new NFT projects that want to, you know, drop their creations. So what our platform will do is not only will it incentivize the old users that have already been participating because they will now get rewarded for trading and minting NFTs, we're also focused on bringing in new users because we're highly focused on bringing in brands and projects that exist outside of the Terra Luna ecosystem. Because, you know, the Terra Luna ecosystem is a pretty, I don't want to say it's a closed circle, but I think a lot of people know who everyone is just because of the camaraderie and how the community works in Terra and how the lunatics are. So I think that was a big goal for us. It's not just us as well. Like we've talked to other partners within the ecosystem that are building other protocols or working on other NFTs, you know, that are willing to collaborate to to make this movement bigger than what it already is in the NFT sector. So I think it's an exciting time, especially that, you know, we had our first mint and it went well. And the lunatics, you know, they don't hold back when when things go awry. So it was very pleasing to see that the community response was good. I'm very, yeah, I'm sorry for interrupt, but I'm very, very proud of our team because we we got, you know, lunch in few last two days and it was very well. And we sold out in 30 minutes whole whole public sale so it was one of the great lunches that we have because it was our first one but i think it was one of the you know very spectacular on the terra besides of course of the galactic punks and other one that there was so big but as you know Hellcats is not that big project that for example Galactic Punk but with us they i think jane and in, in their community and i think it was great choice from their side to to move to our platform and be minted on Luart directly. Awesome. No, that's that's super exciting. And you know, we've been tracking the NFT ecosystem inside Terra for a while now. Obviously, you know, we launched Thorguards just under two months ago now. And we launched on the Ethereum ecosystem. And mainly because of the network effect that's existing there already. A lot of our partner tokens are on Ethereum. And so we wanted to be, you know, writing our smart contracts in the same, you know, in solidity alongside of them. But you know, we know that when you're building an Ethereum, there's huge trade-offs. I mean, obviously transaction fees are ridiculous. That's the big thing. But on, on the Terra ecosystem, you know, not only are gas fees completely, you know, just manageable, like you can do a lot more fun and innovative things when gas fees are lower, but then also the user experience, both of the applications themselves and of like the Terra station wallet, everything is just smoother and nicer on the Terra ecosystem. And so when we first and cheaper and cheaper. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, the transaction <laughs> fees. That's what I mentioned. And it's, yeah. it's incredible. By the way, I'm very, I've, I love the Torguards. You know, I'm very, I'm, I, I like the 3D design of them. So you need to move to the Torguards. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I think there, you know, the people might see a, a collaboration between Luart and, and Torguards here before too long. But yeah, and, and you know, Luart is not going to be the first NFT marketplace on the Terra ecosystem. I think it's still super early days. I think ultimately there'll be room for multiple ones, but can you give us an idea of the different marketplaces that exist in the Terra ecosystem, of the different NFT marketplaces? What sets Luart apart from the competition? Maybe I will take this one. So 
the competition is like you know it's fighting with each other and building great better product i've seen as i said i've seen the gap between great ecosystem and good or decent nft spaces or you know nft utility of them so basically why we are building luart is we want to bring new user experience to each user because as you can see on the open sea it's easy so we wanted to make it easier funnier and the thing is like gamification is our major point and why we are to bring gamification of a platform that's why we have for example we have leaderboard of people who is more active on our platform they can be incentivizing by our luar tokens so we have for example boxes that you can open the box and drop some nft depends on how big is your rank or whatever right so I think Luart is next step of layer to this NFT spaces that already exist on Ethereum, on Solana, on Terra. So I think as Luart, we are not only marketplace. We are something bigger, something, you know, maybe something nicer. We can say like in that kind of way. But I think Luart is, is another layer of NFTs that we want to bring real utility to NFTs, bring from the games, making like from the PFP NFTs more valuable to user that they hold it or another stuff they're doing with them. So I think Jordan maybe had some something to add. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say that what Luart is doing is, you know, we're adding this this loyalty reward system, which already exists across, you know, almost in every shopping and purchasing experience. And what we've seen is it really helps create that stickiness. And it's going to give a new layer of the onion to NFTs because it's an experience which, you know, consumers have already been through, but now we're just adding it to the NFT market. So, you know, these people are are doing a lot of volume every day. Why not reward them for it? Why not give them the opportunity to have extra incentives to trade? So I think that is huge in itself. And one of the things that Terra has always done well is make, you know, good products that are simple, that will translate to consumers well. And I really think that what we're bringing is going to move past not just, you know, crypto native users, but, you know, normal NFT buyers as well. I don't want to say the word normies, but, you know, how do we segregate crypto native users from normal consumers? There's a big difference. Yeah, I was on a panel a couple of weeks ago here in Austin, and it was about onboarding new users into DeFi. And the question was asked, like, why or how, if, if someone was interested in getting started in DeFi, what would you have them do? How would you have them start? And historically, maybe a year ago, the answer would have been, you know, get some Ethereum from Coinbase, transfer it to a MetaMask and like do a swap on Uniswap or something. And then maybe from there, like, you know, try like liquidity provision or something. But, you know, today in the Ethereum ecosystem to experiment would cost hundreds of dollars in fees, you know, just for sends and swaps. And so one of the, the beautiful things about the Terra ecosystem and what Luart can do is that people can experiment and play around and, and, and buy NFTs now for, you know, it, it costs what pennies, how much, when, when you guys did your recent mint, what, what was the gas fee per transaction to mint a single NFT? 0.25 cents. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I'm so excited to, to see, and, and this, even as a project, creator now 
you think of the fun things that we can start to do. Like on the Ethereum network, if we wanted to upgrade NFTs and maybe combine two different NFTs to mint a new one, or if we wanted to airdrop, you know, a new collection to our to our users, that would be so expensive. I mean, it would just be impossible. And so with, with Luart and, and with the Terra ecosystem, we're excited for the innovation that's possible when you bring transaction fees and, and scalability, really. And so, awesome. I want to talk about a couple more things here. First, we'll talk about your team. Who are the people behind Luart? We'll talk about that in a second. And then we'll get to the Luart token and a, a very exciting milestone that's here next week, your IDO on Thorstarter. But before we get to that, let's talk about the team. Simon, do you want to take a stab at giving us an idea? Who are the people behind Luart? Who, who is everybody that's involved? Yeah, so basically it's mix of the people, you know, we, we got some core people from the Poland, from Singapore got someone, from USA, even from Ukraine, Russia. Basically our team is multi-regional, you know, different cultures, everything like that. But who is behind it is like, for example, our CMO is ex-Revolut manager of branding. She was delegating whole processes of marketing into Revolut. So if you know the Revolut, it's one of the biggest company, fintech company. Barry from our design and UI, he was working in top tier companies in the world from USA, from from Poland, from UK, I think. Aston is our strategic director. He's responsible for, you know, his hustler. I, I, I barely know how, how he's sleeping, but I think he's not sleeping at all. So. <laughs> so basically, yeah, he's from Singapore. Basically right now he's living in the Singapore and he's bringing all the projects, all the community and making analytics of every project that they keep coming to Luart because we, as a Luart, we, what, what we are allowed to like projects that they want to be launched on our platform, like not the secondary market, but they want to raise funds with us. We very looking into like every side of project so we are helping them with a lot of stuff like how much they can mint you know what this price how the community is engagement everything like that so before that we got some colleagues people that are working on marketing community management because you know we boomers <laughs> we can say boomers you know <laughs> so we are not like like colleague people that they can i mean the uni people not colleague uni people that, that are working into like with a connection with community jordan is responsible for for marketing thing and i think he's making great job with that our marketing strategies is david he's responsible for whole performance of marketing so how people is reacting and everything like that so we got basically from each side we got people so right now it's 20 people on the board besides that is some outsource of designing and everything like that maybe jordan got something to add from the team marketing or whatever how it's look from your side jordan like how the process of marketing maybe People are curious how it's looked from inside. Well, it's tough. I know it's tough. It's well, tough. No, I, would, I know it's I tough. I would say that Sorry. one of the special things that I thought Simon brought to the table is he was able to get all of these people who had these great backgrounds to collectively come together for this project. And that's really when you get special things to come together. Because when anything is an early stage, you know, you have to have people I think that works across, you know, almost any business. And, you know, from the marketing side, we have around five or six people, sometimes 
sometimes, you know, some people are like, we have an advisor, the Terra ecosystem advisor, and he helps us. He's like our meme Lord and he helps create our meme videos. And he's, he's really good. His name is crypto PB, but we have, you know, Leslie, we have David, we have Frantic, we have Kasha. And, you know, we all just come together and we, we figure out ways to get the word out about Luart. And it's really fun. I would say, I think we all bring something different to the table and, you know, we've grown really fast in the last, what, two and a half months, Simon? We were, had basically zero followers on Twitter, yeah. maybe a hundred. Yeah. We started with, yeah, we started, oh, you yeah. joined it when, when yeah, it's 100. Yeah, we had about hundred yeah, followers. Yeah, it was 100 or 100, yeah, it zero. zero. It was zero. <laughs> I think, yeah, he, he started when, you know, the, it, Twitter even, the, the, it, it even exists. So, so yeah. and what this all hasn't been on accident from a marketing perspective. And, you know, Simon has done a really good job of bringing in the right people. Maybe it was by chance, but I don't think so. When you get a team together like this, there's obviously, you know, everyone's following the cohesive vision and, you know, we're, we collaborate very well together, I would say. When you think about that vision, how far in the future do you think about, you know, like sometimes in crypto, even thinking about three years or like five years, is just who knows what's going to happen. But what's like the big picture overall vision that you mentioned, Simon, rallies the team around? Yeah. As a team or as whole product? Product. You mean vision of whole product? Yeah. Product, yeah. So basically, I don't look about something what will be on the one year or two year because it's, you know, the long term preview that everything is changing. But my vision is what, what I'm going to do is bringing whole metaverse connection and gaming and making Luart as cross chain NFT space, not marketplace space. Like you can mint, you can stake, you can swap, you can whatever do with your NFTs, you can do it through your phone whatever right it can be you know very regulated way everything every artist will have you know direct connection to us we will help you to grow with us and everything like that is is that what we are going to bring is connection to direct gaming bringing games to us like you will be able to trade for example items from some game we can for example make like okay you got some items in PUBG or CSGO uh, it's it's only explanation so it won't be CSGO or PUBG so don't worry about that but <laughs> the thing is like we got some game and they want they will be able to trade on our platform if they will be in metaverse or stuff like that so my major point is like building great platform that people will be able to, okay, I'm going to Luart because it's user experience friendly. I'm easy buy to sell. It's low fees. I can buy whatever I want. I can buy music. I can buy gifts. I can buy whatever I want. So we are focused on so many layers and we want to bring everything to each other. We want to make a crushing capability. And the whole perspective is like making small universe to people that they can be and use NFTs on our platform. And not on our platform, but in their wallets, of course. And games and whatever. So amazing. And we're looking forward to seeing that vision come together. You know, we have a front row seat here as a full disclosure as an investor and a partner. With Thorgard. Yeah, yeah. Thorgard, Runebase, and more to come. Yeah, more they, they will be into game. <laughs> Absolutely will. Some exciting stuff yeah. to share there uh, before too long. Last but not least here, let's talk about the Luart token. We have a token sale to look forward to. I believe it's January 3rd on Thor Starter. Give, yeah. Tell us first. And started out. We are starting. From okay, awesome. Awesome. And disclosure there, we are investors also in, in both Starterra and Thor Starter. But give us first an idea of what is the utility of the Luart token inside the Luart platform? 
So, you know, we wanted to, to be able to give users a way not only to participate in the growth of the platform, but to earn extra incentives by holding the token. You know, obviously holding a token that accrues over time is very valuable to any crypto user, whether or not they are an NFT trader or they just, you know, like to hold tokens. So obviously at the beginning, you know, we're releasing a staking app and the staking app you're going to be able to earn a return. I'm not sure yet if Simon, you know, if you have the the metrics on the APY and whatnot. You know, I don't think it's going to mean anything crazy like some of the things that we've seen in the, the Terra ecosystem because it seems to be very detrimental to the token price early on when you have these exorbitantly high APYs and, you know, it kind of under delivers and over promises in a way, I would say, and creates too much selling pressure. And that's one of the things for us is we wanted to, you know, help remove selling pressure from the token if possible. So, you know, holding the token and staking, you're also going to be earning Lua Power. So Lua Power, again, is the main scoring mechanism of user activity on the platform. So by me holding this token, not only am I gaining the accrual value of the token, but I can use that Lua Power then in the platform. You know, we haven't released like a bunch of details yet on the Luar loot boxes, but that's going to be like coming out in our phase two of when we launch the platform after we've launched the platform since we just launched the launchpad. And, you know, we really feel that, you know, these two things together, holding the token to earn these points is going to then in turn increase the value because... This is, I mean, this is the whole idea of the platform is being able to use these loyalty reward points to spend on the platform. Simon, do you have something else to add to that? I think we can add that holding Lua Power will give you the rank on our platform and it will be you allow to, for example, have some special abilities as as Jordan said, like special f- features that, for example, will have avatars in the future, like our own NFTs collection. You will be able to buy this avatar and put it in your profile. And if someone will click on your profile, you will be able to say, okay, he, he got very rare avatar. He will be able to, you know, click on it, you know, roll it 300 degrees and you know, look around it. Okay, it's, it's, it's looking very good. It's, it's, you know, it's very special you will be able to use this avatar on, on many another ways. So basically, Lua Power will give you additional value of a whole platform. It will be, allow you to bring some features that they are not exposed or they are not for access to normal users. Like normal, I can say like they are not, you know, active users on our platform. So we want to incentivize that the community that they're holding token they're making some trades, they're holding their minting process. So they're active user on our platform. We want to reward them because Lua power is not only from token directly. It's also from minting and buying. So of course it won't be that high if you are buy, buy token and put into the staking or giving a liquidity on our platform. But we want to incentivize user in long-term period and the uh, whole users that are more active than normal users that they're, you know, came into and it's their first experience with our platform. So we want to incentivize the long-term users on our platform. If, if I'm going, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Like, so it's a, it's a gamified NFT marketplace. 
Yeah. yeah. And I can, I can see it. And, you know, I forget if it was Jordan or Simon, you used the analogy earlier of, you know, it's, it's similar to a rewards model that exists and is common throughout, you know, the rest of the economy, if you will. And in this case, there's another mechanism through which you can reward and, and be incentivized to continue to, yeah, to, to transact, to buy and to, to acquire. And I think, and I see the shared DNA there with uh, Starterra as well. Starterra, of course, being a gamified launchpad for the Terra ecosystem. Super exciting. And so for now, where can people go to learn more about Luart and specifically about the token sale? I would say like we just actually posted something today about the IDO. Pay attention to our Medium articles the most. That is where we give really detailed breakdowns about everything coming out. You know, there's updates there. There's deep dives into, you know, specifics like with the launch pad. Um, We'll be coming out with, you know, the marketplace. We'll have an explanation of, of the Lua power system coming out soon. And of course, the token before the IDO. But the process of the IDO, we will also we also just shared on our Twitter. So that's the best place. But we're also very in touch with the community. So always feel free to ask questions, whether it be on our Telegram community chat or our Discord. Discord is major. You need to remember about joining Discord because there's a lot of giveaways and everything like that. So- Saigon is, is active over there, I think. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Well, we are looking forward to that. I think we are extremely bullish on you guys, on the NFT ecosystem, obviously, and then on the Terra ecosystem more broadly. And so when we saw, you know, when, when we were introduced to you, you know, we were super excited about everything that you're working on. And we saw not only a project that we wanted to be involved with as a partner and as an investor, but also a team and a project that we want to build alongside as we build out our own NFT initiative. And so it's a pleasure to be working alongside you guys and building and growing with you. So yeah, thank you guys so much. We'll have links to LuArts. You mentioned Discord, the Marketplace, and Medium, Twitter, obviously, uh, in the show notes here. This is a great conversation. Jordan, Simon, thank you so much for taking the time, and, and we're looking forward to seeing you soon. Thanks, guys, for hearing me and having you over here. So we will be in the future, I think, if Saigon will invite us. <laughs> Absolutely. So. We'll do a, a follow-up summary here in the next few weeks and see how things are going. You know, I think you did your first launch two days ago and, and the IDO is, is upcoming. So we'll have to check in with you guys uh, here in the next quarter. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Take care. Thank you, Saigon. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, guys.